0: Hello and welcome to the final episode of HearthCast. And now, from the excellence in podcast studios, it's time for another episode of HearthCast. This is Freckle Faith. And
1: this is Root. So coming up here on the final episode of HearthCast. We're going to take a trip down memory lane with you guys, talk about our show, things we've done in and around the show, what it's done for us, what it's done for you guys and gals, and just have a grand old time.
0: I'm having a really big change in my life. I'm going to be moving with my husband to Japan for his work, be there for a few years,
1: Three to five.
0: Three to five. Maximum we can stay is five.
1: Yeah. I'm excited about this.
0: Thank you. I'm excited and nervous. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot. It is. Um, Never even been over there before.
1: He's been on vacation. He has.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Don't speak the language, so. Eh. eh. You'll
1: be fine. <laughs> so, right off the top, um, we decided that HearthCast has always been, uh, Freckleface and myself, sitting across table from each other so we can high five
0: high five there you go
1: (laughs) and we decided that we could not replicate that across skype across time zones across anything else and might as well in the show on our own accord or yeah and and
0: give it a good send off you know this way we have some time to kind of give it a good wrap up and not just kind of let it let it fade yeah you know
1: which it kind of has over the last few months.
0: It's It's been tough, you know, because, you know, what I'm dealing with is um, getting the house ready to sell.
1: So your husband's family's been in the house a long time, so there's a lot of stuff to get through.
0: There is a lot of stuff, yes. Yeah. It's tricky. Plus, you know, it's just, it's, it's hard because my focus is kind of shifted, you know, I feel like I'm having to research a lot of things. I'm just kind of in my mind going, wait, I don't know how that thing works over there. Right. I don't know where to go for that. You know, some, it's different. You know, my attention's been, been kind of pulled away. And you've been traveling a lot.
1: I have been traveling a lot. A lot. A lot.
0: Which is good for you. It's,
1: it's one of those things where it's what I wanted and I'm a, a victim of my own success. Ah. Yeah. So with those two factors, um, we decided now would be the best time to go ahead and, uh, and tuck this one away. So we really only have... One segment uh this show, and that is... HearthCast.com is proud to present Root and Freckle Faces' Top X List, a conglomeration of... Wait a minute. You guys named this segment Top X List? So you, you wouldn't have to pay me for additional segment bumpers? What a bunch of... I mean, a conglomeration of fun-filled, interesting tidbits for your amusement. HearthCast.com's top X list. Cheap son of a... <laughs> <laughs> so, we're going to talk about everything we want to talk about about the show. Uh, we started this in 2009.
0: 2009. I am I am sad we did not make it to our 10th anniversary. It's okay.
1: We made nine we years. pretty close.
0: Nine years, nine years. <laughs> of
1: doing this. We started with uh, the Wrath expansion.
0: Yeah, I think we started before we even uh, end level, right? Oh, we're, definitely. We're still
1: leveling I, up. Oh, 100%. I don't even think I made cap. No, I made cap that, that, that one. So I remember sitting down. I had my own company at the time, and I'd started playing World of Warcraft uh, through the um, suggestion of a friend of mine. And my initial thought to start this whole thing off was, what can I do to make enough money where I don't have to pay for this game out of pocket? And so I said, oh, easy, podcast. And I looked into other podcasts that are out there, and this is the same story that so many other people have, where I, looked at, I listened to a bunch of other podcasts and none of them were, were the podcasts I wanted to listen to. And in reality, Whitey's didn't find the ones that I wanted to listen to. So I knew I needed a female co-host. I just needed one, 100%. And I had no idea where to look. And a mutual friend of ours uh, had mentioned, oh, by the way, did you know Freckleface plays World of Warcraft 2? And her husband. I was like, I had no idea. And all that came from a, I shared a post on Facebook of one of my characters, Root, obviously. And that mutual friend of ours saw that post and that started that whole conversation. So I said, well, she plays well. She's a female. All the criteria have been met. <laughs> And so I asked you one day, I was like, hey, would you like to be on a podcast with me? And you said?
0: What's a podcast? And
1: I said, you're perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, For nine years, it's been you and I. Yep. That's it. That's it. It's been it. Uh, We have had other people pop in and out of the show uh, with segments or guests, even some long-term guest spots. But as far as the core of the show, it's been you and I.
0: And, you know, we haven't taken a break, I would say. I think we've accidentally taken a break when when stuff has piled up for a few weeks in a row.
1: We've actually did. Actually, last year we did take a hiatus. Yeah. Uh, Well,
0: that was just between holidays.
1: It was was the entire month of December.
0: I don't really count. It's holiday season.
1: Yeah. No, it was a big. It was. That was hard for me.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, you're right. You're right. That was the first time. And I was. Because it was feeling like a lot, even then.
1: Yeah. So. Yeah. One of the things that uh, every year, around January, towards the end of December, early January, Freck and I would have our business meeting, and we would talk it was about official. yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Notebooks, three notebooks ring binders. Yeah, we went and sat in a Starbucks and. Yep. <laughs> uh, away from any distractions and and hammered stuff out. And we would talk about what worked for us in the previous season, what we what didn't work for us in the previous season, what we wanted to change, and then any ideas that we wanted to implement. And it really was a negotiation meeting. And I sometimes got my way and sometimes didn't get my way. <laughs> Same and, with me. Yeah. It it was it was a like I said, a negotiations meeting. And um 100% of the time, you were right about stuff you brought up. Except maybe for like one, there was one thing. That's I don't not remember. 100% then. <laughs> it was 100% all the time, except that one except, time. Except when it wasn't. <laughs> except when it wasn't. Now, this show has been a nice vehicle for us, it has uh, brought us to a lot of different places across our timeline.
0: Yeah, like the video you were in that showed at BlizzCon the year before we were actually able to make it to BlizzCon.
1: The documentary video. Yeah. yeah. So
0: that was 2014. We got an email from a uh, community manager asking for some video clips and uh, yours got selected. So you were, <laughs> you were showing up on the big screen and we had people texting us like, oh, we just saw Root at BlizzCon, but we weren't there. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. That was sad because we, you and I both had submitted videos and I was saddened that... Yours was not included in it. I as well. wasn't
0: because I answered the question, I think, a little bit di- differently than what they had expected. Oh, uh, okay. Like, once I saw the responses, like, okay, they, they'd asked kind of a vague question, but they meant something a little bit more specific. Mm. And I had taken it in slightly different direction. So it's a big deal. But then the next year, 2015, we were able to go to BlissCon. We were part of the uh, World of Podcast.
1: Yeah, in Con, Con Before the Storm. Con Before the Storm. We
0: did a. um. A short version of our show live which which what we ended up doing was an aoe
1: right we did a segment we did our aoe segment and yeah we had battle pan to keep our live score
0: he kept score we had a uh, audience participant yeah and it, were you the one that was quizzed you were i was
1: yeah you were quizzed um we had nerdy char go find you in the hallway when you were gone oh that's right I was there outside. was a question about the totem numbers uh, which um, Kevin from Darkman Herald corrected me on. <laughs> I was like, "Oops, <laughs> sorry." Uh, but that was that was a lot of fun doing that. We were able to, you know, we had our sponsors lined up, and we'll talk about them later on. But we had yeah. them lined up. We were able to reward, you know, the guys some stuff. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, we also then the next year went back, and we were on the uh, in World Podcast at BlizzCon 2016. We were on the podcast Q and A panel, and uh, that was fun. It was a big big panel full of a lot of people uh, yeah. just talking about podcasting
0: and then 2017 we're also involved in come for the storm and i was on a smaller panel and you were running around doing audio yeah you had on your peon shirt
1: yeah um i was supposed to be running the fireside gathering for that uh but the sound guy uh, they showed up and they they brought all the sound equipment in and set it up and it went uh who's running the board and I was right by Roe and Ro goes, I thought you guys are running the board. He goes, no, nah, we're not. You guys are supposed to provide someone to run the board. And Ro went, Root, run the board. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> okay. I'll run the board. <laughs> and then uh, luckily, one of my uh, friends from the fireside gathering world, the innkeeper world, uh, was there, and I said, can you do me a huge favor and run my fireside? And he said, yes. And it was awesome. Then you showed up of all places on the Jimmy Fallon Show.
0: Yeah, that was a few years ago. They did a parody song of We Are the World and it's called We Are the World of Warcraft. And again, a community manager had emailed a lot of people and asked for clips of lip syncing. So he filmed myself li- uh, lip syncing to that song and a very small portion of it got seen. It was, by the time I showed up on the screen, they had turned it into a grid so I didn't get like a full screen. It was like oh, yeah. a square in part of right. the grid, but it was still pretty close to the center. So I had a few yeah, in the center. see me. So that yeah. was pretty fun.
1: It's pretty obvious because there's this bright yellow background, which happens to be my home office background. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah. Oh, that's right. We did that
0: at your house. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. we wanted the lighting, right? Yep. Yeah.
1: We were also uh, selected by Garrett Weinzerl um, to be in create on the podcasting panel, there uh, that was a lot of fun. Uh, we were able; to, it was really cool. We were able to just go down our podcasting one-on-one stuff because you and I also run another meetup group for podcasting here in Orlando. And we took one of our documents and we kind of turned it into from bullet points to a presentation, and we did a cool presentation about it. And Kyle Ferguson actually joined us and sat in between us on that particular panel. And So that was yeah, kind of that was neat. A good time, yeah.
0: That made me very nervous. Before I did that. But then I got over it and it was all right.
1: Well, as a side note, looking back, like if you've ever gone back and listened to our early, early Mm -hmm. episodes, Mm -hmm. you've come a long way. Thank you. As far as your nerves are concerned. (laughs) So for you being in that, you know, setting.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, age does make a difference though. If you think about it, I was 24 when we started. You now just make me feel old. And now I'm 34. And you make me feel old. Sorry. You don't have to say your age. But that does make a big difference. Like, you know, I was nervous about turning 30 or thought it would mean I was getting old or something. And all it really did was just made me more assured of myself. Yeah, oh, that's great. Yeah. Do you remember when we were nominated in Sheep Moon's WOW Podcaster Tournament of Epicness? I do. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. They had like a bracket and yeah. people vote in different categories. We didn't win get nominated okay so i put it there
1: one of my favorite favorite things was uh started by a listener squinty eyes and he kind of catapulted off of a one-off segment that we did when i found the worst gift it could possibly give somebody
0: at a 7-eleven right
1: it was at a convenience store yes and it was a stuffed Boop, emoticon, pillow. <laughs>
0: you made me close my eyes yeah. and feel it yeah. and guess what it was.
1: Yeah, and at one point in time, I think you said it was like Kim Kardashian, and I was like, you're not far <laughs> off. Oh, no. You know?
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess it, I had the, the ridges. I'm doing the shape of my finger. Like, that's really helpful. Yeah, it's helpful. It's- it yeah. is.
1: Ruffles have ridges, too.
0: Ruffles do have ridges.
1: So, uh, Squinty then took that particular um, moment in time and decided that we should have an entire holiday wrapped around the poop emoticon. And Poopmas was born.
0: The purpose of Poopmas is to see how badly you can embarrass Freckleface. Pretty much. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So Poopmas, only Freckleface gets gets gifts. Only you get them. Only I got them. They're they worst gifts ever. Poop everything. Every
0: uh, every gift was worse than the last one.
1: Except you still wear those poop jammy things. Oh, though. yeah. This is super comfortable. See? <laughs>
0: I, I just came my with some teeth out a couple weeks ago. Right, which is another had, reason we missed. So. I had them on to wear. Yeah. Because I'm like, this is a poopy situation. I'm gonna feel like <laughs> poop afterwards. My husband made me change. Really? He would not oh, drive me there unless I that changed. Funny. He was embarrassed. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I'm like, no one is gonna care. Whatever. I tried though. I wore them the day afterwards and I was recovering. Oh good. Yeah. yeah.
1: So the other part about Poopmas is you have to get those gifts in public. Yeah. Usually at a fireside gathering. <laughs> yeah. And it's just good. Yeah. It's a lot of fun.
0: Yeah. Uh, we've also been really involved in some Blizzard stuff that's not really related to the show or didn't really come about through the show. It was just kind of stuff that we also did. You know, like uh, you were asked to take over the Warcraft meetup group many years ago.
1: Right. Many years ago, um, I Googled and found that we had a Warcraft meetup in the area. And I said, Freck, we should go to this. And you said, No. <laughs> And so I, I was went, too shy. yeah, you were too shy. I went and I was like, this thing is like perfect. Yeah. It's with people that are into what we're into. It's with some people who are, are introverts. There's extroverts. There's Everybody here. And so after like two or three times, I think, I think it was only two times you finally showed up.
0: I showed up. But even after I went a few times, I do remember one time I drove there and as I was pulling into the parking lot, I got a text from you saying you weren't going to make it, and I just drove right back home. <laughs> <Well, that's, laughs> I kind of got this thing by myself. Oh, okay. Um, and then I
1: was asked to take it so over. So you asked to take it yeah, over which when the leader taking... wanted
0: to retire. Yeah, which <laughs> meant, meant doing, a lot of the organization yeah. stuff fell to me. As, as in
1: all of it, really. Yeah. So. <laughs> and
0: then yeah. when you're out of town, I was like, okay, I guess I'm running the meetups. Yeah. So, so I've gone from turning around when you're not there to you know running the whole thing. When you're out there.
1: So our World of Warcraft slash Blizzard meetup that we have, we have it once a month and we hang out with friends. We've made a lot of really good friends in our meetup. We don't play well. That is always like one of the biggest questions newcomers have. So you guys get together and play? No. Do you guys have a guild? No. No, we come here to complain about our guild. (laughs) So, but we we hang out, uh, we eat, we drink, we have a great time. Uh, that has blossomed into having barbecues at people's houses, movie nights, big parties at other people's. It's been a lot of fun through that. We've met a lot of great people, some who don't even play WoW anymore and still come to the meetup. So that's how that's how, you yeah. know, those friendships have really developed. And then one day, Blizzard announced a game called Hearthstone, which we kind of went, wait a minute. That's kind of close <laughs> that's to a the little name close to our name. <laughs> And uh, then they announced this feature uh, called Fireside Gatherings, which would allow you to play with other people on the same network. We went, that's cool. And we found a place here in town that was hosting one and we went to it and it was a horrible, horrible, horrible event. They were wanting people, it just wasn't set up right. They wanted more money. They're charging five bucks to get in. Once you were in, you couldn't, there's no really any place to put your laptop or your device and once you could put your laptop or device somewhere that, that you could plug in, now they wanted you to buy drinks while you're sitting there. And if you weren't going to buy drinks, they actually asked you to move. And then they had a cheap Linksys router that after it got about 20 people on it, they would unplug to reset, which would, of course, interrupt your game. Horrible experience. Horrible, horrible, horrible. Not too long after that, I get a notice on Meetup that there is this thing called Florida Fireside for Hearthstone that this person named Amy is launching. And I messaged Amy and I'm like, if you're gonna do this, I wanna make sure you do it right. And so she and I started talking, found out that we had some uh, some commonalities in our careers. We had actually worked on the same projects together. She knew a lot of other same people I knew. And so it's was like, okay, small world. And I remember telling you I wanted to do this and of course, it was the same thing as like our meetups and the same thing as everything else. You're just like, no, nah, I'm not involved with this. And I said, OK, no problem. I'm, g- I'm going to do it, though. And you're like, have fun. Go for it. Yep. And now you run the thing. So-
0: <laughs> I don't. Uh, <laughs> so, I ran it once because you made me.
1: Yes. Actually, a couple times. But so we started Florida Fireside with Amy. And after a couple of years, Amy got hired away by Blizzard and and left the meetup, the Florida Fireside, the Fireside Gathering to you and I, which means you <laughs> <laughs> in my book. So um, see how that works. Yeah, that's how that works. Yeah. See, see, it's the same mo. Go to go to a meetup. Meetups get passed to me. I said, "Sure, I'll run it." And I go, "Hey, Frank."
0: No, see, I was explaining this to someone. So we the reason why I work well together is you are good at initiating things and you're great at ideas.
1: And you're good at follow through? Follow through. Like, I'm
0: much more conservative in, like, the things that that I think sound like a good idea. Because, like, 80% of the things, I'm like, that doesn't sound like a good idea. I don't want to do it.
1: And I'm, like, all about it. You're all
0: about it. Yeah. So the stuff that sticks. Yeah. You know, it works. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, We have now been doing Florida Fireside for a bunch of years. Uh, Five, I think, now. And... Yeah, it's either four or five. No, it's three. It
0: hasn't been
1: long. Yeah. So we've been doing Florida Fireside for about three years now. And out of that, we've been invited to the innkeeper summit out at Blizzard where they uh, select innkeepers, which is what they call the folks that run the firesides. Uh, They invite them out to California for a summit to talk about how the game is and what's going on with it. And if you are an innkeeper and you watch the facebook group they do open those up usually to anybody who wants to go you got to pay your own way but they take care of you while you're there food beverage type thing so we just got back from the last innkeeper summit your first my second and uh you met all the cool people that i've been I did, talking about raving
0: about and you spoke and you did a really great job oh thank you yeah yeah entertaining brought a lot of energy to it good yeah,
1: yeah it was kind of yeah, uh, i will since this is our last episode i'll toot my horn a little okay it was kind of cool walking on stage and having you know the 70 people there start cheering my name
0: yeah root. yeah it yeah. was like it was unexpected yeah <laughs> so those guys was, was like oh that's
1: that's kind of cool. a root there though papa root yes <laughs> i'm the oldest innkeeper that they that, that goes there might be older ones than i probably but I'm the the one oldest one that goes, so and they they get me a handicap room and put some <laughs> Geritol in there and No they don't. They <laughs> don't. But it's 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 been cool. It's been a lot of fun to do that. And it will or I'll be continuing the, the Flora Fire side for sure. That's not going away. Um I've got a great crew. Uh, you're part of the crew, obviously. Um we've got a crew of like six, seven, eight people. Yeah. So that's not going away anytime soon.
0: I just gotta make sure that anything that you've been relying on me to do, you know how to do. Yeah, well, we're having some of our innkeepers step up.
1: Yeah. So uh, we're going to have a a Florida fireside uh, fireside gathering this Saturday, and that will be a good chance to make sure other people know what they're doing. So that's going to be your job. Yeah,
0: (laughs) job is like delegate. Yeah, make sure people know how to do stuff, not to actually do anything myself. That is That'd correct. Be odd. Yep. Yep.
1: That's your job this week. Now, that's kind of outside the show. Inside the show, we've had a lot of different segments. Uh, some have been successful, some have been not <laughs> successful.
0: Yeah. It's interesting because like we've been so unstructured the past couple of years, which is one of our changes that we did. You know, we used to have very defined segments and we would, you know, we would come up with this stuff. The thing that I miss about the defined segments is that when they worked well, they worked really well. Right. You know, it was just difficult to come up with that structured and specific content every single week.
1: Well, let's pause right there and talk about content. When we started the show, I had been listening to Wow Insider, uh, which is now Blizzard Watch. And they covered a lot of news and stuff going on in the game. I'd also been listening to, of course, The Instance, which was covering a lot of news. And it seemed like all the shows that I was listening to were covering news and doing a jam-up job on it. They were fantastic. And I said, there's no way that I want to compete in that realm. I don't want to do news. Which meant we're either going to do original content or funny stories or a combination of the two. And so we ended up with, never covering news unless it was something major and required our opinion on it and just fun segments. So we would have to come up with unique content every week. And that can be a challenge sometimes. Other weeks, like we've come up with like nothing and sit down before the show and then hit on some topic and the entire show write itself in 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, where other weeks, uh, we knew what we were talking about. It was very structured, very easy to write it out. And other weeks, you were just like, uh, we got to have something. And a
0: lot of it depended on uh, where we were in the game. Because if they went on a really long, uh, dry spell without any new content, that was hard. But also, when stuff was really, really new, that was also tough, too. Because then we couldn't put out content fast enough to keep up with the game changing.
1: Right. So another rule that you had made that worked out really, really well was if we had a guest on a show, it wasn't going to, and they were remote, by the way, it wasn't going to be for the entire show. They were a guest on for a segment. Now, in years past, we'd had them on the entire show. And what usually ends up happening is they end up sidelined for a good portion of the show, or we forget to include them, or I forget to include them, I should say or we have to really work the content and the structure of the show to be inclusive of them. And one of your, in our meetings, we you had suggested that, hey, let's just have them on for the segment. And then they go. And that made perfect sense to me. And so we started doing that, and that kind of led into this game show segment, AOE. AOE is, or was, a 100% blatant ripoff off including the the sound, which was very close, and the announcer voice, which was very close to a radio show here in Orlando where they have a game show called Closest to the Pin. The rules, everything is exactly 100% the same. I always expected them to send me a cease and desist, and they never did. So, But the cool part about AOE that I always thought, and same thing with Closest to the Pin, well, this was a change that I made the cool part is just for playing someone's going to win so we would select someone write our question those questions were tough to write because all the questions had to have numerical answers and what was fun about that is i would forget the rules even though i had the rules right in front of me i would forget how to score <laughs>
0: that's right <laughs> he wrote the rules and he couldn't remember them
1: right and so what what people would never would never see or hear is we try to do it as real time as possible. You would walk out into the hallway while the other person played. Usually they challenge you because I was just a pushover for this thing. <laughs> so you would walk out into the hallway and I we would, you know, ask the questions to the caller. Bring you back in. There might have been a... There was a very slight pause at that point in time that we that we edited out, which was me going and finding you in the hallway. bringing you in and asking you the same questions. And then... I'd have to do math <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and, and it was horrible I and, and I would go no wait was it one was it two
0: well, you- what's funny about that is like you end up writing a really complicated um, spreadsheet, spreadsheet yeah. that like calculated everything yeah I can't figure out the spreadsheet itself but I know how to score stuff.
1: Oh, this spreadsheet's awesome.
0: Yeah, I know. It what I'm saying, like, I can't figure out like what the formulas mean or like why it does what it does. I just know you plug it in and it works.
1: Right. Yeah. So the the spreadsheet, the way the way it does it is it has a column for you know the, uh, the the you or me, the host, the challenger, uh, the questions. You can either write them in or just put the question down there. The correct answer, and then the column for you know what you answered and what the other person answered, and then it just does math. It determines who is closest and rewards points based on that, or if they're exact, rewards points on that. And then at the end, you have your score, the other person's score, and then one of the things we did for the timebreaker tiebreaker in case people came with the same score was time. So whoever answered the questions faster won. Right. Which was always my go-to. If I I, I wouldn't spend any time trying to if I didn't know the answer off the top of Just my
0: blurred it out blurted out, out something yeah. nine because, yeah all right. <laughs> Right. Sure, there's nine orcs in the <laughs> the Horn Army. Okay. <laughs> sure root. Yeah, but I might have
1: been closer. That's all yeah. I was going for. Hey. Closer and faster. That's yep. it. <laughs>
0: <So>. <laughs> that was really fun. We haven't done that in a while, and it always made me sad that we um hadn't done it in a while, I guess. You was know, it's just yeah. that's it tough. One of my
1: favorites and probably one of your least favorite segments was the hot seat.
0: Oh, uh, the hot seat. Freckleface in the hot seat. That was when you had asked me questions that I had to answer quickly. And you tried to trip me up. You tried to embarrass me. That's the thing.
1: <laughs> yes, I would.
0: So it was this challenge of like you would try to ask me something risque enough to get not risque, but like edgy enough to get me to open up and say something I wouldn't normally. But if you went too far, I would just be like, no, you can't ask me that. <laughs> And then make you edit it out. Yes. You know, so, so it's like a game. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: That segment ended up being, would I be able to get something in the show? Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: <sighs> which reminds me of a sounder we used to have, which was leave it in the show. Leave it in the show. <laughs> yeah. Because so many things, so many things have been edited out over yeah, the years. <laughs> I know. <laughs>
0: uh,
1: so the hot seat also had a variant of it that you also hated. Yeah. That didn't even make this list. That's how bad you hated oh it. Oh boy. Yeah.
0: Maybe I didn't remember it. What was it?
1: Would you Wouther.
0: Oh, I forgot about that. Would you Wouther? <laughs> Who came up with that? That'd be me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it wasn't you. It'd be me.
0: <sighs>
1: and that was just a Would You Rather. Um, yeah.
0: Wow themed. Wow themed. Yeah. Would
1: you rather. So with would you wowther? I would ask you questions usually uh, yeah, about just weird stuff. I would come up with like, yeah. would you wowther? You know, have an infinite number of I don't know harstones <laughs> in your bag, or <laughs> be, be able to uh, skyrocket 150 feet straight up? <laughs> you know, uh, you
0: know. yeah, yeah, yeah. But that <laughs> that type of stuff. Oh, I forgot about that.
1: Yeah, I think you just didn't like the wowther. Would you wow there? I don't think it bothered you.
0: It, it is kind of weird to listen to. Wow there. <laughs> I don't know. So one segment I had I kind of forgotten about it until I was looking through our um, inbox from many years ago was the confessions.
1: Oh. Do you yeah.
0: remember that? Because that started from somebody had uh, emailed in and like confessed to doing something trollish right. in their raid. And I kind of went on a high horse type thing. I was like, yeah. well, you need to do this and this. And you started teasing me about—I don't know if you call me Mama Freck or, or you know—basically yeah. um, saying I was dishing out uh, penance. Yes, that. you were. So we made right. this whole joke of like people could call in and confess to what they've done, and I would say their penance on the air. Right. So we did that for a while. Yeah, there's several in our speak pipe from that. Most of them are <laughs> anonymous.
1: Sure, as they would be. As they should be. Yeah,
0: because yeah, some of them were a little.
1: Trolly, like, all right, yeah, and bad, and I, and, bad. and I did. I was yeah. very
0: specific. This is what you need to do to make up for that. Yeah, and, um, that was a good time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> We've had a lot of fun over the years with our parody songs.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. I rolled a gnome and I liked it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um. Well, it all started with Squishy Lock.
0: Oh, was that the first one? That was the first one. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a damaged dealer Hanging up by the healer
1: That's the one Yep Yeah I think our, our, our top of those um, Probably was the, the The Christmas songs that we did um, well,
0: That's when we typically Publish them so Right not, we Either I think we did Thanksgiving The first few years And then after that It was a Christmas thing
1: Yeah it was like our We kind of put them in there As our break We'd work on them For a couple months And then drop them in there
0: Yeah
1: uh, We had the the Gul'dan The, the green skin Warlock rock. Yeah uh, then you had uh, Blizzard Baby.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, that was yeah. a really good one. Yep. Um,
1: shut up and raid with me. Oh yeah. Like that—that was so hard because I know I can hit that note, but you were in the room with me when I'm trying to record it in the studio. Yeah. And I think I was just a little self-conscious so nervous, about yeah. it. Yeah.
0: Get told me to leave. I would have.
1: Well, I was also self-conscious because that particular studio didn't have the thickest of walls.
0: Oh. So you're nervous about people walking around. Yeah. So. Yeah. It did not.
1: But we've done some, some fun ones over the years. Yeah. On there. Um, they're always, so some of them are, are easy to write and in others you really have to search for what you're doing and what words and how to make it work.
0: And you forget too, like sometimes if there's a lot of lyrics in the verses and you only remember the chorus. Yeah. You're like, oh, that sounds easy. Right. But then it's not.
1: Yeah. Like there's one I've always wanted to do, but I only know the chorus of the song, and I always thought it would be a great healer song. Was that uh Don't Stand in the Fire?
0: <laughs> don't stand in the fire? Yeah, right. It'd be great. Yeah. yeah. But
1: I don't know the rest of the song, so I'm like I can't.
0: There's a lot of sliding in that song. Sliding? Oh, yeah. the, the vocal slides.
1: Yeah. yeah. So those are always fun to do even though, I mean, you can sing, I can't sing, but You can sing. Yeah. Yeah. Nah. But regardless of All the stuff that that we have come up with for our show for hearthcast we haven't done it all and the show would not be what it is without the people who have contributed to the show over the years
0: yeah that's right yeah so enough about us let's talk about you guys
1: Hey, everybody, this is George Wow, the Manicooler Podcast.
0: Hi, this is Supercat from Ask Mr. Robot. Hi, this is Dagum from Divide.
1: This is Rez. And this is Cole. Hello, this is Evlix from the Evangelism Blog. This is Akari from Vote to Kick. Hey, this is Jagger from the Boomy and Jagger Show. I'm Shy T from Monk Meditation. Hey, this is Diz the Warlock. This is Beto Panda. This is Brett. This is Dwayne from Survivor Talk with D&D. Hey, this is Jason from the Wow Files Podcast. Hey, this is Kevin Old Scratch from the Dark Moon Herald. And you, yes, you... you are are listening to the most awesome show,
0: and you're about to tune in to one of my favorite shows.
1: And you're listening, and you're listening, and you're
0: listening to. Are listening, listening to Hearthcast? To Hearthcast? To Hearthcast? To Hearthcast? To Hearthcast? To Hearthcast? Hearthcast. Hearthcast.
1: Hearthcast. <laughs> That's so awesome! Oh man, <laughs> what a what a trip right there! Yeah, yeah. No matter what we've done here, folks, we we couldn't have done it without everybody and i am 100 sure that we're going to overlook somebody so please if we have accept our sincerest apologies and you can call us out on twitter that's fine we've had folks who have contributed segments to the show uh, over the years
0: yeah who are, who are a regular part of the show for you know some period of time
1: yeah who we considered part like you said part of the show uh like we had insights with demonic rick which was kind of a play on words because uh Demonic Rick uh suffers from a, a form of visual impairment, basically almost blindness. And so his insights into the game were rather interesting. We actually had him on first as a guest and talked about him having to play with his visual impairments. And the thing that was very... Uh, open to me and really made me feel good about that that whole conversation that we had with him is I was able to be blunt and stupid to a degree and not, have, not worry about like PC, not worry about political correctness and asking him about his disability and just being kind of, you know, actually making kind of fun of it a little bit. And he was okay with that and was honest about it. And he has been throughout the years. He's now an advocate uh, for uh, folks with disabilities in Canada. So... But he would provide a lot of really, really cool insights about stuff going on. And it was always really cool to have him.
0: Yeah. We've had a dead guy on several times who would come on his show and set us straight.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Correct us. Get us. And also (laughs) help us. what's what the lore and
0: mechanics, everything like that. All the stuff that we just weren't quite with it. He would let us know.
1: He'd let us know. Now, dead guy, um, he started because he was an open raid leader. And I was doing some raiding on Open Raid. In fact, for this particular one, I was going for, I think it was my Utgard Pinnacle, a bunch of other runs so I would get this this mount. And he was leading this raid and had the most over-the-top, effeminate voice. Uh, I'm just not going to be PC. He sounded gay, like heavy, 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 gay.
0: Like the gay BFF on some sitcom. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And people were just like, there was, there was, there was mumbling and chatter and, and people talking like, oh my gosh, what is this guy? And he's like, guys, over here. I mean, it was just over the top. And as soon as we completed the raid, he's like, hey guys, thanks for coming out. It's been a great time. I hope you uh, I'm here every week. Uh, come on back. Uh, see you guys later. <laughs> and we're like, what just happened? <laughs> and I thought, this guy's a genius. This is great. Yeah, this is fantastic. So we had him on the show and he tried to be a really, really nice guy.
0: Yeah, I still haven't heard that voice from him yet.
1: The over-the-top gay voice? Yeah. or Oh, man. I'll have to have him do that one okay. time. So it's, it's just phenomenal. Uh, but he was. He doesn't play WoW anymore. Uh, he's moved on to some other games, but he did get married to his WoW sweetheart and then moved to Canada. So there you go.
0: We had Corner of Carnage for while That was a pretty cool segment about PvP. Yeah. So we got to have that that part of the game covered in our show. You know, you and I weren't really big on it.
1: We weren't big on it. The interesting thing about that particular segment is he wrote it. He didn't, he didn't record it. He'd write it and then send us what to talk about. Yeah. And we just read it and then kind of go, huh. And we couldn't really comment on it because we didn't know what was going on. So we're like, okay. Uh, And you get your PVP points reset. Yeah. So go reset them. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: We had some voice clips from, uh, this was Broadway Blues over, he called it Aspect of the Daddy.
1: Mm. Brian right. talked um, about he, growing up with kids. Growing
0: up with kids, he... Um, or raising kids. I yeah, he gamed yeah. with his son. Yeah. So I talked about that a lot.
1: Akari helped us out uh, with news, since we didn't cover news. Uh, he volunteered to do some news. So he was doing a, a news segment for Vote to Kick. And Vote to Kick... Uh, with a good buddy, Synergy, here in town. Um, they kind of went on a, a permanent hiatus of sorts. And actually, I, we tried to reboot that show for a while. But when they went on that hiatus, uh, Akari still wanted to do that. And so we gave him a platform for it for a while. But then he started doing it on another show, so he went you know—he went on his own. So that's all cool. But that was kind of nice to have a little bit of news for the week. Just play it. He would send in the MP3, and we just loaded up and, and go to town with it. And when we first started doing the voiceovers and uh, hiring out for people to do voiceovers i ran across a guy who called himself art carlson and i do not remember art carlson's real name he called himself art carlson and he was on his own podcast called the lesser nerds podcast and he had the 100 percent movie in fact he was the guy who did the top x uh when we started the show that's art Art Carlson was a stage name of his from WKRP in Cincinnati, which was an old TV show that you probably don't remember.
0: I've watched that show. Okay, good. When
1: you went back and listened to his show, they basically structured their show around WKRP in Cincinnati. The whole show was WKRP in Cincinnati. It was called Lesser Nerds. They would talk about, you know, geeky stuff and whatnot. It was a very good show but they called themselves names from it. They recorded, uh, they called the studio the name of the building that P was recorded in. Mm-hmm. Everything was, was you know, like, stuff from that sitcom got substituted into that show. And on the very last show that they did, they pulled back the curtains. They used the real names, real locations, real everything. They actually did something that I wanted to do for years and never got to do. What's that? They, so... They recorded when one of the guys was on vacation, poolside, in a hot tub.
0: Ah. That's where you got that from. That's where I got that from. You're always wanting to record wherever we go somewhere.
1: Well, no. I want to record from my hot tub at home. (laughs) I always wanted to do that. In their last show, I found out they didn't do that it was all just sound effects it
0: was a bruise yeah wow <laughs> they uh, bamboozled you <laughs> they did it
1: was that good the audio uh, quality of production was just that good just like the sirens going off right now those aren't really happening <laughs> No, they are so with with art i followed him for years from uh, location to location when he was doing voiceover work and we've lost touch over the years but um we we did you know email back and forth for some time and I did some voice, voice work for him he's done a lot of voice work for us for different shows that I that I've produced out of here and uh it was just he's been a real big part i've really enjoyed his voice work on the show for a while that's all we had was him so it was really good and it's not just people there are other shows that have been we've either been involved with or been influenced by over the years What I have always called our sister show is Dark Moon Herald with Kevin and his whole crew. Uh, That show has been very near and dear to my heart. I'm sure yours as well.
0: Oh, sure. We've both been on there more than once. More than once.
1: Yeah. Um, I've always, like I said, considered them our sister show. Of course, we've got the game case with Cuddles and Cuddles walked into our meetup one day. To the WoW meetup, didn't even know he had a show at the time? And the thing that blew me away about Cuddles when he walked in was he had only been playing for like a month, maybe two months.
0: Oh, that's right, he was a WAD baby. He
1: was a WAD baby. Yeah, and he had like Ashes of Alar, Invincible. Yep. He had all these rare mounts. I'm like, how do you have? And he's like, oh, is that a thing? I'm like, what do you mean, is that a thing? So. Uh, But he's just down the road here Not too far away from us And the only time we get to see Cuddles Is when we go across the country Yeah We go
0: to BlizzCon BlizzCon I saw him
1: at Gen Con in Seattle (laughs) It's like why can't we just Drive 20 minutes down the road buddy What is
0: this? (laughs) Of course our friend Roe over at Realm Maintenance
1: That man is doing A jam up job Covering all the shows all the time Just amazing amount of work he does Yeah He's got to be the hardest-working podcast guy in the business. He's on a number of different shows, and he works tirelessly behind the scene uh, for Con Before the Storm and World of Podcasts. He is constantly working. And so I, I, he gets a lot of my respect. Like I say, he's one of the hardest-working podcasters I know.
0: Varcast is a show that kind of helped us get our start. Big time. Yeah.
1: Uh big time. So um Half Rot Stompolina. And Stompolina. I could think of her real name. That's one <laughs> of the rare times that ever happens to me when I know someone's real name in their and their their gamer tag or, yeah. or podcast name, whatever you want to call it. And I couldn't think of Stompolina. So we like their show because they two were a well, they're a couple. We're not, uh, despite what many people think. <laughs> Um, but they were, they're married or were, I guess they still are. Um, so their show kind of echoed ours in a number of ways. And I would listen to them all the time. And there were ideas and, and things that I would get from them. I go, oh, we should implement this. We should try this. And we actually had them on for AOE. That was during the time we gave out the stuffed hearthies. So I had these little throw pillows made that were little hearthstones. And then Blizzard copied me and made a big pillow out of it. Yeah. Jerks. But. <laughs> What was cool about having them, we, and we would have them on and I'd be on their show and I would contribute to their show and they would contribute to show. It was a really nice little symbiotic relationship that we had. After we had them on AOE, they then told their audience, hey guys, we were on HearthCast AOE. It was a lot of fun. You should go listen to this and listen to the, you know all the fun that we had. And overnight, our stats blew up. Just skyrocketed. Uh, so we, I do feel that we owe a lot of our success to involving them and us being involved with 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 them. Speaking of involvement, the training dummies, Rob and Hend. So back in the day, uh, we were in their guild. And uh, I'd, I think I'd mentioned on Twitter that that I was having issues with the guild I was in. They're like, well, just come on over here. We're like, okay. So we we faction changed. It was on a PvP server. Yeah, that's server. the only reason that
0: we're playing Horde now. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So they invited us into their guild on Deathwing. And the name of the guild was Hoarderlies. So they invited us into the guild and the Hoarderlies over on Deathwing server. PvP, like I said. So we faction change, race change, everything. And had a blast with them through Cataclysm. We were able to, I mean, we had them on our, they actually started with uh, them coming on our shows once and we talked about uh, DBM and I kept calling it Deadly Boss Mods or Mobs. (laughs) Deadly Boss Mobs. It was really, really funny. When Mr. Pandaria hit, we all kind of went our separate ways. There was a lot of people change. We still get along great with, with everybody, but we moved on but out of that they launched the training dummies they're like well we see what you guys are doing that seems easy enough so we're gonna go kick butt and do our own thing I'm like yeah great knock yourselves out and I tried to help a little bit but they, they took over and they, they're, they're you know kicking butt and taking yeah, names yeah sure they've got a great format uh, with their guests on
0: they've got a great um, social community there over with the oh, it's huge. the blizzard uh, launcher you know that you can make groups they yep. have a really active group there
1: uh, they're huge. They're hilarious guys. They're funny. Uh, so if you never checked out the training dummies, do so because they're awesome. Yeah. So our illustrious guild leader back in there, hoofit. Uh, I still follow him on Twitter. I don't think he plays much anymore, but I still follow his his stuff on on not Twitter. It was Facebook. I follow him. I see some some of his posts on Facebook, and I still think one of the most iconic moments that I've had in game happened with the Horderlies, And that was when we finally downed Deathwing in Dragon's Hole.
0: Yeah, that was a good moment.
1: After banging our heads against the wall for so long on that last, you know, cause you had to fight his claws or whatever his fingernails or yeah, yeah. whatever it was. You finally get him down, we defeat him. And there's just this moment of silence where we're all just like, you don't know what to say. You don't know what to do. You're just there, it's done. And one of the guys in guilds goes, well, there you friggin' go. <laughs> and it was just like, yeah, that is exactly <laughs> what was needed to be said. <laughs> I was just remembering one of the other moments we had with the Horderlies. I think you were there for this one. We worked really hard to get, I think it was a rogue, his daggers. And they're supposed to give him like flight or something. Is that is that a thing? I don't think so. There was so well he jumped off the cliff in Orgrimmar once he equipped his daggers and he jumped off the cliff to his death <laughs> and we kind of went well, was I supposed to do something and apparently he had to equip and then use them in order for it. and he just equipped them and jumped off to his death <laughs> we are all just like because it was a big deal to everybody gather around gather we're like oh they are like so so Go. Awesome. and he just like suicides off they were like oh, okay uh, golf clap I don't know like, what are we supposed to do here
0: Rest, please <laughs> <laughs> And on a more serious note, um, we do want to remember George from Manicooler. Um He used to call in uh, yeah, for a while often, Le- yeah, yeah, leave us messages. He had a very soothing voice, and I just always enjoyed it when he would call in. Um, like everyone else in the community, you know, you know, we were very saddened to hear of his passing away a few years ago but you know that's why we included him in our, our segment there you, yeah you know, he's right there at the top of the you're listening
1: yeah uh, one of the things i really liked about his show he did a lot of it from his car just on the way to work you you know sometimes it was rain you could hear the windshield wipers going and you're just like oh, i feel like i'm riding to work yeah. with this guy
0: taking can ride with him
1: yeah And then he'd be like, all right, I'm gonna go work my shift now. I'm back for my shift. And I was like, that was quick. (laughs) I
0: wish my work went by that fast.
1: (laughs) In addition to shows that we've been involved in, we have had sponsors over the years. I am pretty sure our very first sponsor was Rage Quit Relief and they had a, a really cool thing going it was we i think i still have some
0: oh those are the pills yeah yeah
1: they were pills and they sent us a bunch of samples and and we got some kickbacks and a bunch of stuff and yeah. then one day we just get this cryptic email that says remove everything about it from your websites and the whole thing's done and pretty sure okay. they probably made some kind of statement you weren't supposed to make and probably some fda got them or somebody <laughs> i don't know who it was <laughs> who knows Ah, uh, but I did take them and they did work. Yeah, and it basically gave you. It wasn't like a caffeine pill. It wasn't like an energy drink, but it just it kept you going without a crash. So it kind of worked. Of course, Zyger guides. People got sick of hearing me talk about <laughs> Zyger guides. But you still use it? Oh, one hundred percent. I can't. Yeah. I cannot level without them. So yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, we were uh, sponsored by Curse for a while, which is now Twitch and now Amazon. Yeah. Oh, yeah, It was. Which
1: became really interesting not too long ago when we had to. Uh, well, you'd probably, I probably didn't share enough of that with you, but there was this huge transition where we were still like the whole contract got carried over. And oh, it was okay. Just bizarre, yeah. but it's still going on. Um, Open Raid was a big one for a number of years. Yeah, and that was a lot of fun with them. And then something that people could could thank us for or be really mad at us for one of the two uh, is Loot Crate because Loot Crate did not have any type of affiliate or sponsorship deal with with anything going on. And when I first started getting Loot Crates, I started talking with them and saying, "You guys, we need to set this up because this is how this will work for you guys and benefit the community of the podcasting. This really works." And we were, um, and so I worked with them very closely and launched their affiliate. And uh, sponsorship programs, and now they're everywhere. So, love it or hate it, that started right here. So, we used to give that stuff out for winning. You would get six months of curse premium, and then if you won AOE, you got a, a three month subscription loot crate. It's kind of cool. We're going to hit a list here of individuals. And as I said earlier on, if we missed anybody, please accept our sincerest apologies. We're not doing it on purpose, it's just so many people that have been uh, instrumental to us and really touched us over the years. And we're not going to go into detail about a lot of things here. Just um, this is a hard show for Freck and I to do. And this is going to be, there's a lot of memories with with these names. So we're just going to go down them.
0: First up is Diz the Warlock.
1: We got scaresome,
0: Some. Dude. Safety One. Toot, toot. (laughs) Battle Panda. Famous Amos. Sayamara. Too Many, Freezing Pint.
1: Big Red Kitty. Kerova. Zato. Hawgeye. Disney Girl.
0: Spanky Hunter. Dawn. Tag. For City. Verondel. Hatrez. Squinty.
1: Instructor.
0: Jozak. Synergy. And the members of our WoW Meetup group like Boltra, Sean, Cal, and Funkors.
1: Thank you all so much for being part of what we have here at hearthcast
0: absolutely i know he went through that kind of fast but it it has been very meaningful for you guys to show us love and to give us feedback and just to even just to know that you know you guys are listening has really meant the world to us
1: you know someone who's not on that list we kind of mentioned him earlier before as being the person who kind of introduced you to me uh was Sniper.
0: Oh, that's all right.
1: And Sniper actually did uh, some voiceovers for us. And before we get into this really um random thought area that we have here, I think this is appropriate to play.
0: Okay. Looking for fame. fame. Tales and recounts of epic fails in the world of Warcraft. Everything from bad pulls, poor choices, in-game mechanics, bugs, and glitches. This fail is for you. I almost forgot about that segment. Yeah.
1: So that's when our segment intros are really long. Yeah. <laughs> so... Um, no,
0: Cypher's a really good guy. He has a beautiful speaking voice and beautiful yeah. singing voice. I can't believe we never had him on to sing. Oh, yeah, that's weird. Yeah, but um, yeah. he did a lot of our uh, segments uh, for a long time. We had him on the show. One of our early episodes was like Roundtable. Back, in, back, in, back my in My Day. Back in My Day, yeah. Which now is going to be a Back in My Day because that show was like eight years ago right. or more. Though, and he was talking about classic WoW and how it's different from Wrath of the Lich King.
1: Yeah. So, one of my favorite moments from that particular round table. We had that round table at your house. Yeah. And we just kind of put whatever record, I think I had one microphone, we kind um, of put it in the, the table. table. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. And one of my favorite moments in that was when Sniper was talking about fishing. And how you get into an area and your fishing level wasn't enough to fish somewhere. And he would say, well, there's water here. And he'd point the other direction and go, there's water there. I can fish over there, but I can't fish
0: over here. I don't know what to do with this water. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what to do with this water. <laughs> oh, that was funny.
1: So we have some stuff here. Um <laughs>
0: Now, this is me. This is me digging through our emails, okay? okay? All right. And I found some just, like, really... I f- this stuff, I don't remember talking about on the show. That's just so funny about it. Like, reading these emails, I'm like, we had a show about this? You know, I just... I don't remember, <laughs> like I said, we're at, like, what, 380-something episodes?
1: Yeah, 385, I think, six, something like that.
0: So if... I don't know, maybe this will trigger something to you, but we'll see. So one of them... So one of the things I got is I wonder if you do a top ten of your favorite leave it in the shows. I think my most treasured was Freckle describing how she eats an ice an oatmeal cream sandwich. I don't remember that.
1: <laughs> I don't, <laughs> don't remember that. How, could you tell me how you eat a um, oatmeal cream sandwich?
0: No, I don't know how I eat it. I eat it. I think I eat it normally. <laughs>
1: <laughs> could you describe it now in your mind? No, I will okay.
0: Not. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, I don't remember that at all. But. You know. But
0: apparently we talked about it, so there you have it.
1: Uh, invisibility versus reading minds. I'm guessing this was a would you wowther thing. Oh, here. yeah. Uh, wouldn't it be handy to read minds so you could tell Freck was hiding money under her invisible shirt and Root was pounding on the door? Hard to be invisible when I can hear you mentally snickering.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think... <laughs> An invisible shirt would be a good place to hide something under, unless that also makes the thing underneath it. Oh well, invisible. that's what the cloak
1: of invisibility does. That's true. Yeah, yeah. From Harry Potter. Oh, that's uh, true. Or you could just throw a you know a green towel over you, <laughs> green screen effect. Um, yeah. Hmm.
0: When I'm playing WoW, I like to have my slippers on and a nice glass of cold water. What are you wearing? <laughs> Did we answer that on the show? That is probably something we talked about. What do we like to wear? What do we like to eat? Well, yeah, we talked about making yourself comfortable. Yeah.
1: Uh, when you're playing WoW. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to have to disagree on not buying clothing items for a Valentine. Oh, we did an episode about uh, Valentine Day gifts. Oh, that's right. I've bought items for my wife and in previous relationships, and it has always been much appreciated. The key is to do a little homework and find the proper size and style and apply that to the proper items. Yeah, I think you had mentioned not, not buying a woman clothing.
0: It's risky. It's risky. Yeah. Yeah. Got another email that just says, thanks for the nightmare, freckle face. Wow. I don't know what I did. I'm sorry.
1: Wow. <laughs> 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 but you're apologizing for
0: it now yeah. whatever it was
1: sorry you probably described something one time or something yeah i don't know, I don't know. or oh man i think i know what it might have been what when you were talking about some of the creepy um quests in wow
0: oh yeah
1: yeah you talk about like the did we
0: play some of like weird sound effects too probably yeah,
1: yeah if it's yeah it's me if okay
0: Bra is singular because it comes from brassiere, a single garment worn on the torso. Pants comes from pantaloons, which started out as individual leg wraps separate from the loincloth, so they always came in pairs.
1: I know exactly what that's from.
0: Yeah? Yeah. Someone asking about bras and pants? No. No? No.
1: I asked, why is it called a pair of pants? Pair of pants. Yeah. And why is bra singular?
0: You just put that out there? Uh, yeah. And someone answered. Yeah. Yeah. an yeah. can. Exactly someone Googled that for yeah, you. probably. Yeah. <laughs> Those nice, though.
1: Would you rather have a locked macro that automatically sends a guild chat message every time you fart <laughs> online and offline <laughs> to your entire guild, or be forced to have a live video feed focused on your face the entire time you play WoW with an audience of at least 10 people watching?
0: Well considering how many people voluntarily do that now, the yeah, latter <laughs> Yeah.
1: You know, I we might have started something.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have it yeah. Have a video feed on your face while you play. That's what like millions of people yeah, do on Twitch every single day now. Yeah, that is Twitch. That's yeah. their business model. Yeah. Yeah. Your face while you watch something. You know have any YouTube videos or just videos. reaction yeah. videos. Just yeah. Did you remember that
1: one company tried to sue people for reaction videos? Yeah, like did. no guys.
0: Various I don't know how to spell asparagus. Tough word that doesn't show up often in my correspondence.
1: Yeah. So that came from a add-on that I have. Oh, and yeah. it, um, I wrote, and when somebody dies in your party, I had Coltrane say, asparagus. And so he says asparagus. Ah. Uh, and then it, it puts in a, um, a raid warning that only you see mm-hmm. uh, who died and what class they are. And it used to put up a DBM arrow, but now you can't use those in instances. Oh, yeah, they disabled it. Yeah, and what it would do, it would, uh, based on the how far away you were from the, the target, it would point to them, and it would be red if you're far away, yellow as you got closer, and then green when you were in range. So if you had to do a B res on somebody, you could run and do that. Do not recommend that one for LFR. <laughs> it goes crazy.
0: <laughs> and lastly, why did Root buy the poop? I mean, really, Root? Really?
1: Because it was the worst gift you ever. So the question, the question that comes up is, if it was the worst gift, yeah. and I thought it was the worst gift, yeah. why would I buy why the worst buy gift and then give it to you?
0: Ah, uh, because you're trollish. Because
1: it was damn funny.
0: As why. <laughs> 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 you're really gonna curse on our last show. Damn is not a curse word. <laughs> yes, it is. No, I yes, disagree.
1: <laughs> We only have one show marked as explicit, and it isn't even explicit.
0: That's the macros one.
1: Yes. (laughs) Are you a casual World of Warcraft player looking for a great podcast that actually speaks to your level of gameplay? Then join Root, Freckleface, and the entire HearthCast crew each week as they bring you news, information, auction house tips, and more from the world of Warcraft, all geared toward the average player. For more information, check them out on Facebook at facebook.com slash HearthCast. Find them on iTunes, or just visit their webpage at hearthcast.com. HearthCast, it's about World of Warcraft. Well, that was uh, probably commercial that we did the very first year we had the show. And, um... Never did anything with. <laughs> I have a lot of those, by the yeah, way. Yeah. A lot of of stuff that I would get done. And that was never...
0: interesting digging through the sound files. Yeah, yeah.
1: There's a lot of weird weird stuff in that closet. Yeah, be careful with that one. We're gonna talk about what um, this show has meant to each of us. And I'm gonna let you go first. Oh boy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I had all these like thoughts I was gonna say. Probably not gonna remember everything I was thinking about, but. You know, I think the biggest thing has been allowing me a way to grow. I'm very introverted, you know this, but I think this has been really instrumental in breaking me out of my shell. You know, talking in front of what ends up being, you know, a, um, a large group of people every week and coming up with the content has, has done a lot to kind of bolster me. And to make me feel like the things I'm talking about are are okay to talk about. You know, I've kind of struggled with like, do I speak up? Do I say something? Do I share my opinion? You know, do I let myself be heard? Do I make myself be heard? You know, in groups, things like that. You know, how much of yourself do you really um, let out? And... In a big way, this show has helped me do that. It's really helped me grow. But more importantly, I think, would be um, uh, the connections. It's just been really fascinating to get an email from people um, you know, around the country and in other countries, too. Knowing that we have the same love for the game. We have the same feelings toward it that... You know, when Blizzard makes changes or announcements that we have the same emotions, that we have the same kind of similar lifestyles and priorities and do stuff that, we have this crazy connection with this hobby that people who aren't physically near us. One of the most emotional emails that that we got on the show was someone was talking about how they um, felt that our show helped them... Um, come out as asexual to their family. And that wasn't really something we've ever talked about on the show. But just the fact that they felt like we espouse the idea of being yourself and accepting people, that they, they've they taken that and applied that to their own life in a very positive way. That really kind of uh, shook me. as I think we often don't express... What other people mean to us, and um, you know, obviously, root your friendship means a tremendous amount to me. And we wouldn't be close the way we are if we did not have the show. Um, you know, you know, I've been working on this together every week, and it takes a lot of collaboration, some back and forth. You know, we we've dealt with, um, you know, communications, and we we've gotten really kind of pat down as far as like how to work together you know and it's been really neat but i do know that even if we're not recording more episodes you know we'll still be playing wow together we'll still be you know chatting and keeping up with each other
1: so i was going to say growth as well this is hard (laughs) (laughs) i always look back at our first episodes, which were in a conference room with one laptop and a single mic and then have to edit out all your little nervous giggles of everything. (laughs) And really watching you grow uh, professionally, individually, personally uh, has been very rewarding for me. There were a lot of times I told myself like I knew you could do something, and uh, you know, uh, and then I basically force you into doing it, and then you would do it, and I would be like, "Yeah, I've told you," and but it was, it was good. It was growth. It was an opportunity to grow, and and you never even though I down. kicked back. Yeah, well. And there's been a lot of times <laughs> that I kicked back on a lot of things and you were always right for them. And I used to tell you, and well, I still tell people this, uh, quite frankly, the majority of the show decisions that have been made that I disagreed with, but we made anyhow, have turned out to be the right decision. So you have an incredible insight to that and what makes things good. And that has always worked well uh, for the show. It's been a great creative outlet for me uh, to be able to express myself through either top 10 list, figure out little different things to talk about, writing the songs. It's a very good creative outlet for me. The pursuit, which I still pursue, of trying to make things or get a setup that is good enough to meet the quality that I want to have has led to you know moving from a conference room with a single microphone uh, to me bouncing between jobs in the IT field having a really horrible little studio kind of set up uh, by a server closet that was super loud <laughs> uh, to then setting up in uh, in different rooms and conference places then converting somebody's office into a studio Was a sales guy and then realizing that that was what I wanted to do which has then led to where we have been for the last couple of years uh, what started off as a as a studio and I'll say it now I didn't say it then but we were in the ghetto <laughs> uh, your car got broken into your window got smashed yeah. Uh, weird But that was
0: the worst thing. Yeah. It wasn't too bad.
1: Uh one block north was like a, a crack hotel. <laughs> a couple blocks south were all the strip clubs. <laughs> but rent was cheap. Yeah, but
0: everyone who came to visit be like, uh, uh, Can you walk me out to my car? <laughs> uh
1: we we had a bunch of um of Haitian churches uh that would they play went- they really? would
0: practice on a Thursday night. Yeah,
1: really bad. practice. I mean, we would
0: get so mad because just like all of a sudden out of nowhere, someone would be singing and playing the guitar really loudly. Yeah. Like they crank. I guess they had to test their volumes. They crank it all all way the up. way up. So we we moved spaces in, within the building because of that. Right. But you had to have a key to go to the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: really bad. Uh, but that, um. And then we had our flood there, so we had to move. Yeah. Uh, because they didn't want to handle the flood the way I thought they should be handling the flood.
0: Yeah, they didn't want to replace the carpet. They didn't want to do anything. Uh-uh. That was, well, we were like waiting around in, like four inches of water. Yeah,
1: it was not good.
0: Like, oh, the carpet's fine. Just, that'll buff <laughs> yeah, out.
1: Don't, don't worry about the black mold that's going to grow there. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. The people that we have met uh, through this show, some of which we went down a list on, uh, have been the biggest thing to me uh, I went through some stuff uh, yeah. my, my best friend passed away and I decided to air that that was years ago yeah um, and my dad was in some some bad health he's doing much better now uh, he was in some bad health for a while I shared that and the outpouring of genuine concern and love uh, that I received from the community it just makes it all worthwhile when we're stopped at BlizzCon by somebody who just wants a selfie with us and to tell us, you know, thank you. That makes it all worthwhile. Despite the the some tough times that we have had. It's not like how do you say this? It's not like every show is easy. Right. Um it may come across that way, but we butted heads quite often on content, on delivery, on things we should say or not say or how we should say yep. it or not say it. And what we should, in, in fact, you know, it's going to be edited out, but it happened on this show as well. It happened on every show. I would say something that wasn't right or you didn't think was right or vice versa, and we would say, don't say it that way. Say it like this. And that's just a part of that communication that we've had. Um, We're able to be very open and accept criticism from each other and make adjustments and move on with it. And I really think that the show has provided me uh, with the ability to work with other people because of that. Um, Just being able to relate to people, in other words, where someone would come to me and, you know, they would have an opinion or something. and, And if it wasn't for, the exercises that you and I have gone through over the years with the communication and the opinion differences, I wouldn't have been able to handle that situation. But because of like, I've been there done that type thing. When someone comes to me and has an opinion difference, I can listen to them and evaluate and then talk with them about it. Uh, There were so many times that we talked about on, on the show about communication and you end up living it. And uh, taking those lessons that we talked about on the show, we take those into practice and being able to grow with that. It has uh, brought me to a place where uh, we have a micro studio in downtown Orlando where, uh, and I'll talk about some of these in a a few minutes, but we do other shows out of here. um, And I am able to ink out a living based off of that. And that's been great but more 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 than anything uh, our friendship has been phenomenal and like you said it doesn't end with the show the friendship will go on even though you're halfway across the planet <laughs> 12 hours ahead 13 hours whatever yeah. it is yep. You'll be eating lunch or whatever, and I'll be, like, getting ready for bed or whatever. Yeah,
0: (laughs) and vice versa. It's going to be crazy. But it's also going to be temporary, too. It's not going to be forever.
1: So, growing up, I grew up military. Every two to three years, we went to a different country. It wasn't like you're moving down the street. It was a different country. Uh, We were on the South American circuit, so we hopped around all the different countries in South America, uh, Central and South. And there are friendships that have lasted over the years. And so it's a thing. And communication these days is even easier uh, than ever before. Oh, for sure. So I don't look at it as a permanent or temporary type thing. It's just a thing. Uh, when you and your husband are done with the tour there, you may decide to move to Wisconsin. You guys it's like cold. you guys like cheese though. Sure. Well then, who do doesn't? <laughs> I'm sure there are people who go like cheese. Oh. So that chapter's not been written. So you're on to your next huge adventure. I'm super excited for you guys. It's gonna be awesome. You have the best food. Be super jealous because over there they don't call it uh, Japanese food; <laughs> they just call it food. That's true. <laughs> so, all right, Frank, uh, the future is here. It's yeah, now. Yeah. What are your
0: plans? It's a little, it's a little up in the air. I'm not quite sure what my daily life is going to be like um, once I'm over there. Uh, you did help me make a connection with the um, Hearthstone Community Manager in Japan. Yeah, for Firesides. For Firesides. Yeah. They got me into the Discord, which I have to use Google Translate to read. But um, I have a connection there to find Firesides, and maybe that'll lead to me helping out with one. You also let me have a a, a Yeti. I don't think you remember giving that to me. Or maybe you didn't give it to me. Just let me borrow it. A Snowball.
1: Oh, the blue microphone. The yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking, you know, it was so bizarre that I was thinking of the cooler. The oh the, yeah, the thermos, oh, the, thermos. the thermos. Yeah, I was, like, it was
0: so long ago, and I was I was packing, and I'm like, can I have this? And you're like, okay, I don't think you remembered it, but I have nah, a microphone, so problem.
1: I mean, I remember I remember having one. It's black. Yeah. Yeah. See. It's shaped like a ball. Well, yeah, like a was, snowball. Yeah, that's yeah. the yeti snowballs. Yeah.
0: So I have a microphone, so you know who knows? It's just kind of up in the air. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. But I'll I'll still be reachable on Twitter. I don't know how often I'll be posting. I don't know how much people want to be inundated with, like... Japan stuff. My my ramen. Yeah. Yeah, you can have Hello Kitty ramen every day. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: With your Hello Kitty spoon and your Hello Kitty bowl and your Hello Kitty everything.
0: Everything's kawaii. Is that a thing? It it just means cute. Oh, okay. Like super cute. Oh. Yeah.
1: Right. Anywho. So I have a concern, though. What's that? Is your... I Love Nikki game going to work over there?
0: I don't know. Yeah. I figure that out. Devastating. I know. Your
1: guild's going to miss you.
0: Well, yeah, I'll get booted if I can't log in. Have
1: you told them? Because, I mean, you manhandle that guild. I do. I, you have a spreadsheet for <laughs> your I Love Nikki guild.
0: For the activity. They don't have enough activity to kick them out. I <laughs> you know. It's so crazy.
1: <laughs> you're like, checking, we're at the airport and you're checking your spreadsheet. I'm like, what are you, you kind of spreadsheet? And I realized it was your I Love Nikki. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs>
0: Yeah, I don't even know how our student or WoW works over there. Like, I'm gonna be able to like play with people.
1: No, you have to play alone. No, I mean,
0: like, how does that work for the servers and language stuff?
1: Well, they have their own language packs.
0: I gotta figure this mess out. Yeah, I mean, there's,
1: I mean, you can your WoW location in your WTF folder. You can overwrite that so you don't connect to the right wrong servers. Okay, we'll figure it out.
0: All right, sounds good. But you're still on the air. You still got other shows. They're like really good. I like listening to those.
1: Yeah, when they happen, right? Yeah. (laughs) Um, So yeah, I do one called The Innkeeper Podcast, which is a show for innkeepers for Hearthstone. Uh, We talk about the running firesides side of Hearthstone. So we don't really talk about the meta of the game or what the ladder with or anything else. We talk about running firesides. It's with myself, uh, a guy named Avantes who does Hero Power, which is a a of stone podcast and uh A'Leary, who's just on our show she kind of runs our community discord server for there and she's very uh instrumental in the hearthstone community as far as innkeepers go so it's good i just found out that i'm relaunching one of my old shows um so Telio. okay yeah um so patsy's back in town uh, she went away on an acting gig for a while and she's back in town and wants to get back into the show. So that launches on Tuesday again. And that's kind of a weird show. It's um, it's very niched. It is uh, social media marketing for hoteliers. So boutique hotels, people, mom and pop shops or uh, individually owned franchises. So not the big dogs yeah. who get bogged down on red tape, but more like um, the mom and pops or the little shops who can get away with a little more uh, in their social media marketing than the big dogs can. So we cater to them. I do have a couple shows that I produce out of here, out of uh, the studio. One is for A&E, uh, it's A and E. To show uh, the show on A and E is called Zombie House Flippers or Flipping. And the show that I do out of here is the Keith O'Ree podcast. And that one, I just I sit back and press buttons and adjust stuff, turn knobs, you know, and uh, give information. Like if he's stuck on a word or can't think of something, then I, I say what it is. So. so
0: you're like the guy when like the uh, the host is talking, they're like, oh, my producers won't let me talk about this. Yeah, you that's me. You hear that. Yeah, that's me.
1: Yeah. And so it was really fun. Uh, so each show that I do out of here has its own setup. There's not not two alike that I do out of, out of the studio. And for that particular show, it's the closest one to ours as far as the setup goes. Except that I sit on the other side of the room where your desk is usually because they have three or more people in here. And the microphone that I have set up over there, I can talk, but it doesn't record. So it's a talk back. The only difference is we're not sophisticated enough for me to talk back to one person's headphones. I can set it up. It'll take a little bit uh, to set up a little, you know, a little, yeah, I could do it. But right now it just talks to everybody. So when Keith is stuck in a word or stuck trying to figure out what he's talking about, I'll just say it and then... It doesn't come out on the show, but it comes out on in his ears and then he says and it and moves on. So it's pretty cool. Gotcha. There are a couple that I'm doing for lawyers out of here as well. One is live on Thursdays now. It was Fridays. We moved it to Thursdays. That's the Juan on one Hey. <laughs> yeah. um, for Juan de la Torre, he's an attorney here in Orlando. Uh, there's the Vale Turo Hour, which is a mixed martial arts show that's actually produced in California, and I finalize it here and publish it here. And there's a, a little show that I do. have been doing it for a while. We were doing it on Valencia's, which is a um, college here in town. We were doing it on their radio station and moved away from there because of well, a number of reasons. Um, our hands were tied on what we could and could not say. Which we didn't like. Uh, we had some issues with scheduling. Uh, you had an hour-long show, but you really didn't have an hour-long show. You really had like a forty-five-minute hour-long show because you had to clear out of the studio. So Those
0: including setup and breakdown, right. In that hour.
1: And the problem we were running into is the folks who were at our time slot before us weren't clearing out in time.
0: Yeah, it's rude.
1: And the station manager wasn't doing anything about it. And we're like, look at the numbers. Our numbers are 10 to 20 fold what they're pulling. And if we want them out at the time that we agreed that they should be out, which was 15 minutes before the hour, then they should be out. And yeah. they weren't. And so that kept happening. Uh, and we just collectively decided to move that here. There was really no reason we should have not have been here except for the opportunity to be on the radio. Uh, that show's called Pain or Painkiller. Or actually pain or painkiller. And it was with myself and Sweet Baby J, And uh, Sweet Baby J and, and I, uh, we tackle a lot of just, um, I don't know, lowbrow news. Yeah, <laughs> I, I really don't know how else to explain it.
0: It's entertaining. It's
1: entertaining. Um, I usually spend the majority of that episode trying to keep it from derailing. Yeah. And uh, it's a fun show one of the things i love about that show because i've had a lot of people ask me like why do you do that show if it seems like he's always trying to derail it and it seems like you're always trying to keep yeah. it on track why do you do it we have some cool rules on that show one of the rules so uh sweet baby jay is is black and i'm white shocker i'm white people <laughs> um, <laughs> throughout the years people have always thought i was black but no i'm i'm white sorry spoiler alert spoiler alert root's white. Um, but we are allowed to ask each other what might be construed as a racial question outside of the realm of the show.
0: Might be offensive.
1: It might be offensive. But you guys are cool. We're, yeah, and we're allowed to just ask the question uh, from a white man's, you know, like if I have a white question to a black guy or he has a black yeah. question to a white guy, whatever it might be, we are allowed to ask those questions to each other. That has led us to be able to look at some... Uh, there was a video that, that went around at one point in time uh, that was... Um, if Orlando was a movie trailer. Oh, yeah, yeah, And the station manager was all up in arms because he called it racist. And so he brought it to us. We had Neither of us had seen it. And he goes, well, I want you to watch this. And I said, well, why don't we just do it on the show? That sounds like really good show material. Yeah. We're going to do it on the show. There was nothing racist about it. In fact, it might have... I mean, I, I found it maybe... It could have included more of the diversity in Orlando. But as it turned out, the part that the station manager thought was racist was a black person having a barbecue, pouring a beer on the barbecue, which is a thing. Right. And saying the word champagne. (laughs) Oh. And he thought, well, that's racist because this black guy is calling beer champagne. Yeah. Yeah. And I said that's not racist because the guy is pouring out a Miller High Life and Miller High Life's slogan is the champagne of beers. And we talked about that on the on the show. And as soon as we talked about that on the show, the station manager then had to apparently he got in a big Facebook argument. Oh boy. And so he had to go retract and, and I'm like, it's not racist. <laughs> I'm sorry you don't know product <laughs> in their advertising and you know, it's like sorry, it's been that way since like nineteen oh three. Yeah. Sorry, you know. Uh, so we do that show right now, Monday night. Uh, we might be moving it. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, I know this week we're doing it Friday, but it's going to be too late for everybody because this show will air after we do yeah. that. Uh, don't bring the little ones because a lot of times we have, for some reason, and I think I know why, but I can't say why. Uh, we get a lot of calls for the show mm-hmm. and they seem to be... Uh, relationship advice but very explicit okay relationship advice yeah uh, which we try to then answer from our own uh standpoints and viewpoints of things and some of them can be uh interesting <laughs> so apparently i have a backlog that we haven't hit of like five calls oh really yeah oh, so, i better get on that yeah yeah i need a producer for that show i'm kidding <laughs> Uh, As always, I've got stuff in the mix uh, for things that I want to do. There's some projects that I want to do uh, with some other folks, which might be hopefully uh, seeing the light of day here soon. I'm getting really involved in the maker movement. Uh, Hopefully get one of the shows that we started there relaunched that one kind of, of really didn't launch well. Uh, So we need to relaunch that one and get it going. And I'm doing some more uh, field audio work. Uh, with some folks here in town as well so i'm keeping busy that's that's the key to everything is keeping busy
0: yeah a little too busy in your case sometimes sometimes it's the balance
1: no it's definitely unbalanced (laughs) you need to balance oh yeah i definitely need to balance (laughs) yeah yeah I definitely need to do yeah well folks uh that's gonna do it thank you all for being part of our lives for the last nine years and as we close this show we'd like to thank our friends on facebook our followers on Twitter.
0: And most of all, you for listening. HearthCast, it's about World of Warcraft. Take a break from your grind if you have the time. Listen to our show We got gnomes and dwarves And night elves too And we would like to Thank you For listening For listening We would like to thank